Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. this thought is presented to us if I come marching into your place of business let's say you've got a little shop you know you have a little store that you operate and one day I come marching in there and not only do I begin to criticize your employees I start firing them you can go home you are not doing your job correctly just go home aren't you glad that you have one and only one boss Isn't it nice that everyone and his brother isn't responsible for telling you how you're doing? Today, Pastor Robert makes it clear from the scriptures that we have only one judge and that we don't have the right or the responsibility to cancel a brother or sister in Christ. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Romans, chapter 14, as he continues his message, Cancelling Christians. Don't cancel a brother. Don't argue. Don't don't get all up in arms over, over these doubtful issues. Listen, this is probably a much bigger deal than many Christians seem to appreciate these days. I was thinking about, you know, one of the passages that, for me, it's, it's just foundational in, in this area is the book of Titus. Now, if I'm not mistaken, the Apostle Paul was quoting from a, a poet philosopher, Epimenides. Epimenides lived about 500 years before the Apostle Paul. But in Titus chapter 1, The Apostle Paul told Titus, he said, the very reason that I left you in Crete to begin with is that, quote, Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, lazy gluttons. He's like, that's why you're there. They have issues. Therefore, he says, rebuke them sharply. Rebuke them sharply for their ungodly conduct. And and appoint elders in every city who would be able to set a good, solid, Christ-like example. That was the idea behind this. And then in Titus 3, beginning at verse 8, listen to what he, what he says. Paul lays out some very specific instructions that he wanted Titus to communicate to these elders whom he would be appointing as examples and as teachers for the people. Quote, this is a faithful saying, and these things I want you to affirm constantly constantly affirm these things, that those who have believed in God should be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable to men, but avoid foolish disputes. Everybody say foolish disputes. 
foolish disputes. Avoid them. Genealogies, contentions, strivings about the law, because they are unprofitable and useless. And then he goes on. He says, reject a divisive man after the first and second admonition, knowing that such a person is warped and sinning, being self-condemned. I just, I love that word unprofitable. He says, this kind of stuff, these debates, they're useless. They're unprofitable. And he actually tells us that while we should not cancel a brother, we shouldn't reject, we shouldn't ostracize someone, you know, who calls themselves a brother, who, you know, someone we've received as a brother. He's like, don't, don't, you can't reject them over some, you know, disagreement. However, you must reject them if they are consistently causing these disagreements, which lead to people separating, factions developing, divisions. He says, no, no, you can't put up with that. Now, and by the way, this is not a one-off. This is not one of those that, okay, you can find one verse to support it. First Timothy chapter 3, it's laid out for us uh, there as well. And, and once again, it's in the context of the Scripture setting forth certain exemplary characteristics. He's like, this is, this is what a Christian, these attributes, these characteristics, these qualities, this is what a Christian should, should aspire to, and therefore I want the leaders to be absolutely living this stuff out. It says that a person who follows the Lord Jesus Christ should be somebody who's not given to wine. It's not, it doesn't condemn drinking a glass of wine, but it condemns living in a wine bottle, right? Somebody given to wine, not, not a violent person, not greedy for money, but gentle, not quarrelsome. Not covetous, one who rules his own house well, having his children in submission with all reverence. Now, again, these are given as essential qualifications for a leader because the leader is supposed to be the example that Christians would follow. Not quarrelsome, not greedy, not violent, not a drunk a gentle person, not somebody who's argumentative, quarrelsome, not covetous. Now, going back to Romans chapter 14, the second statement that I want us to focus on actually begins with a question. It's in verse 4. He asks, who are you to judge another's servant? To his own master he stands or falls. Indeed, he will be made to stand, for God is able to make him stand. Now, remember, again, we're, we're talking about a brother or sister in Christ. And, I, and I, I love the way this thought is presented to us. If I come marching into your place of business, let, let's say you've got a little shop, you know, you have a little store that you operate. And one day I come marching in there and not only do I begin to criticize your employees, I start firing them. You can go home. You are not doing your job correctly. Just go home, Take, just, just check, clock out and go home. If I do that in your place of business, you're going to be qu hopefully quick to confront the fact that I'm way out of line. I have overstepped my bounds, right? Yes, you can do that. Yes, I, that would be overstepping my bounds. He says, that's what you're doing. God says, when you judge a brother in Christ, 
When you despise a brother in Christ, when you reject a brother in Christ, clearly the context here, what he's telling us is that over these questionable issues, and and you're going to say you don't believe they're a believer, you're going to disassociate yourself. You're going to cancel them, ostracize them. He says you're playing the role that the Holy Spirit reserves for himself. You don't have that authority to do that. You're judging his servant. And he even goes further. You know, if, if she's a sister in Christ that now you're rejecting over some doubtful issue or some disagreement that you're having, God says, listen, you, you need to check yourself because God says, I'm able actually to make that person stand. In other words, if that person needs some correction, some discipline to be brought back in line a little bit, if that's the case, I'll take care of it. She will be made to stand. So if God intends to keep her standing, you have no business setting her aside. You know, it's a fascinating thing. I, I remember years ago, hearing a pastor talk about the fact that he said, if, if I believe that person is going to be with us in heaven, then I, I have no business rejecting them on earth. The funny thing is I, I watched that same pastor later begin to kind of reject people of other denominations. It was the weirdest thing, you know, it's somewhat hypocritical. And we do that many times. But what God is saying here is it really is that. You, you have the freedom, listen to me, you have the freedom to disagree. You just don't have the freedom to divide or cause divisions when it, you know, digresses, when it becomes a debate, when it becomes something where It's no longer a healthy discussion, but it's deteriorating. God says, cut it out. It's inappropriate. Receive the person, but not to the point, not to disputes over doubtful things. is one of those books that you go to if you want the foundational pieces of Christianity. It provides you with the solid backbone of what to believe as a Christian. Today, you heard just one message from a whole series in the book of Romans. As you continue listening to these teachings, you'll notice God's intent and heart in bringing salvation to every lost soul. There are some verses in the final chapter that say, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. It's remarkable when you think about it. Have you gained some great insights from today's teaching? If you'd like to hear more messages like this one, check out our podcasts page at mainthingradio.com. You can also find us on Instagram. Follow the link on our website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too. If you have any questions about what you heard, or if you'd like prayer, give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730.
0830. We're so glad you joined us today in the Book of Romans. Our time with you is about up, but we look forward to what God wants to teach each one of us next time. Connect with the Lord on your own and make sure to come back here for our next edition of Main Thing Radio.